Accept and ignore, just kicking down all the doors. Guarantee you, boy, if I ask for it, it's gotta be real big. I gotta make it just for my kids and for their kids, it's kids. That's wealth, years and years. Promise my brother, soon as he out and finished his bid, we finna do it bigger than anybody ever did. The odds is real big, jobs that's real big. Satan trying a little, my God is real big. Stayed up on the grind on the cars is real big. I gotta do it big, the only way that I can live. And I promise I'm trying to Before you count me out, homie, let me remind you They was blocking the shine, now I think it's my time to Careful them dollar signs, like lights, they'll blind you Let me rewind to Back when I was broken, I couldn't acquire two cents And now I got two rents They was sleeping on me, homie, must have got too big Call my phone, I be like, who this? Damn right, hell yeah, I'm brand new Smell like can too I'm fresh forever like can food Try and tell me what I can't do I wanna see the world, my vision on Shamu That mean I got goals that's real big Foes that's real big Your offer too little, sorry, my soul is real Good evening, everybody Thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode I want to first issue a trigger warning for this episode um the topic and what may be discussed we definitely don't want to trigger anybody or catch anybody off guard so this is um that warning of a trigger warning um it will also be announced um throughout the show uh for people that may come in um but again thank you for tuning us tuning in with us on this saturday night we greatly appreciate y'all um as always and as always, my my co-host, I think and appreciate them um, to the fullest extent thereof. Um, we rolling kind of solo dolo, no extras tonight. So we have uh, Nika Pinks. Hey y'all. And we have DA tonight. What to do? What's going on? What's the business? Hold on. <laughs> I had a check because it looked like I got a halo. What? Your glasses are dirty. I see the dirt from over here. Anyway, how everybody doing? All right. Are you asking us on the panel? Or are you asking the people? I'm asking the everybody. 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 Yeah. Everybody, 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 everybody. Y'all remember that oh. song? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know it sound like that though. No, it is. Oh, which one that is? Oh man, you don't. You said you don't know which one it is. Not what he was singing. I don't know what that was. Did I miss it? You, you yeah, might you have. It. So, yeah. Oh Lord. Um. So, what's going on in your in, in y'all world? How's y'all week? My week was a week. Life has been lifing this week. What does that mean? That mean yeah. life has been lifing. Life has been real, real this week. Again, is, what does that mean? What does life has been lifing means? Life has served up some shit. Most oh, shit been a little bit. Yeah, they tried. You know, I don't know. I don't even want to bring this episode up because of the person attached to it, but I am. So back in the day, there was this episode on the Cosby Show. Back in show. the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm, oh, my bad. I'm going to have a flashback. Ooh, I see where we going tonight. Oh, gosh. I, 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 baby. Okay. okay. Um, 
So there was this episode where Denise brought her husband home to present him to the family. And the uh Bill Cosby, which is uh Cliff on there, uh, told her the way that she brought him in was it was like putting a steak on a garbage can lid. Ooh. That's how, that's how life has been like in this week. Shots fired. So they put steak on a garbage can lid and said, Here you go. But did you eat it? This for you. Eat this. Take did this. you eat it? I don't know. I don't know steak that bad. And you know me. Beef, beef mess my stomach up. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, it, it's, well, it's, a, so pretty much you had a rough week. It was a very rough week. Very rough week. Can't even explain it. And you ain't got your feet sitting in some uh a tub with Epsom oil in it or nothing like not Epsom oil, Epsom salt. Uh, I actually do plan to do that to get my little saw on. Um, yeah, I have my. Oh yes, I actually excited. I have um my healing circle tomorrow with sultry Sone. Um, so I'm excited about that tomorrow. It's much well, that's, needed. That's um, good. Yeah, most definitely. So again, uh, shout out to my my therapist, my spiritual guide, my Reiki master, Alta Gracia. I always show love because she always shows that and then some to me. So uh, definitely love her. So yeah, um, I look forward to tomorrow. Definitely. What about you, Nico? <laughs> Shit, I'm just look. I almost feel like T. The week has been weakened. A lot of the life is happening, and shit. I'm just here at this point. I'm just taking it day by day. Well, that's good. You here? I mean, you could be, yeah. you could be ten toes up. Ten, ten toes up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, with you, you got 12 toes, so your 12 toes up. First of all, don't bring up my medical conditions in front of all these people. They don't know me like that. So You're right. I'm sorry. It's not put my business out there like that. She does not have 12 toes. Yeah. That was just a joke. <laughs> you feel that lawsuit coming, huh? Violating my HIPAA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. It's been so long since I've been in the medical field. <laughs> Yeah. Not, technically, not really. You're just in a, well, a different you, environment. Exactly. So, yeah, because yeah. I don't do nothing medical. Yeah. That's I am an overpaid babysitter. But, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, yeah. So everybody's having had a rough week because, yeah, my week has been shitty, literally. Mm. Me, and, me and Hercules ain't vibing because since, hey. since the weekend, he just been shitting in the house. Mm. Like it don't matter. I take him out. He'll go shit. I go to work, come back, shit all over the house. I clean it up, take him out. He'll go shit, come back again. Do I only be going long? Like today, I was going maybe forty five minutes. Came back, shit all over the house. Mm. But yeah, me and him ain't vibing right now. He probably missed where he was. Well, he about to go somewhere he where he don't want to be. He keep fucking with no. me. No, don't do my Hercules like that, sir. Yeah, that's a on the corner with a sign talking about we'll bark for food. <laughs> oh, 
Stop feeding him your cooking. That's that's the thing. Like I don't like. I at first I thought that it was the um, cause I had switched it up. I went from chicken to beef, and I was like, okay, maybe the beef is a little too greasy. So I stopped and I gave him just dry food, and it like it worked for a couple of days, and then he just kept shitting. I'm like, okay. Then I was like, all right, let me go ahead and get get him some rice, see if it settled his stomach. It settled his stomach, all right. I'm just like, okay, now you just been an asshole. Say so what? I don't know what's what done got into him. I mean, now he today we yeah we had our falling out. I had to uh, discipline him because, like I said, I was gone for like four, maybe I said maybe an hour. I had just took him out. He went outside, peed, shit, played for a little bit, came back inside. I get home, it's shit all about the back though, and I'm just like. But he used to know. I think he ain't, ain't been asleep. Sleep. I ain't been asleep since yesterday. Yeah, so, I only got an hour sleep since yesterday, waking up. Yeah, so my fuse, my fuse was short as hell. Mm. Oh, I think you need to take my dog to the. You take my dog to the vet, sir. Get him checked. Yeah, out. I said if it if it doesn't um cause like. Before it was liquid, now it's getting solid. So I think it. I think that's why I say I really think he's just being an asshole right now. I really do, because if it was like, if he had the Hershey squirts, I'd be like, yeah, you need to go to the vet, because he did get shots this weekend. So, mm-hmm. so that might make him. Yeah, oh, maybe got shots. I got a flu shot, and the, the flu came in like, like hurricane in. That motherfucker say, like, yeah. What up, dog? I was like, oh. Mm. And guess what? I still had to go to work. Sweating like mm-hmm. a hook in church with chills. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Sitting yeah. Shit. Sitting there looking at people. Trying not to cuss mm-hmm. nobody out because I don't feel good. Shit. Shit. I don't know what the fuck going on around here. This, yeah, this is too much shit. All three of us can't be going through shit and shit at well, the same like, time. It's like, kind of it's interesting with, that we chose this topic too because it's, it, it falls in line with everything that's been going on. And not only just our lives but like lives of people. I know I shared with y'all like uh, a week ago um, several people uh, took, their, took their lives because of uh, whatever they had going on in their life. And it's like it's really it really when it you hear about it is it's different, but when it's like close, not close to home or in your neighborhood or on your block, you like damn. It makes you really, really truly reevaluate stuff. And so I'm glad we we are addressing this uh, seasonal affective disorder, which is which in a in the behavioral health field, mental health field, whatever you want to call it, um, we call it the. Uh, we call it the winter blues. Mm. Yeah, because like it does happen when the season start to change and and stuff like that. But it just don't happen in the winter. It, it happens too when it happens when it goes from uh winter to to summer or spring. Well, wow. shit. In Texas case, when it goes from cool to fucking hot. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Seriously. So it does. I mean, 
and which is interesting because like we sitting here talking about it and I'm I'm sitting here thinking about it. We are exhibiting that's my SAT word. Mm, we're exhibiting okay. uh some of the symptoms like lack of sleep, yeah, not able to sleep, yeah, uh real irritable, mm-hmm, present. Yeah, like <laughs> finding it hard to concentrate because that's been me this week. I couldn't concentrate on shit. Like, yeah, and it's just like, and like for me, I started thinking about it too. Like, I really the things I used to do, I don't like doing them. Like going to work out, shit like that. It's like you starting to lose interest, interest and stuff. So it's it's interesting, and I. I and I'm gonna open up to you guys. How are you experiencing the same things, or it could manifest as something different? Um, I've had lost the appetite, um, and I know I already got fussed at hope. Um, just, I know I didn't eat for about two days. Uh, wasn't intentional. Just with life license, I didn't. Um, oh, Daryl. Somebody was fussing at me last night, also. Um, but I did eat yesterday. I, I late today. Um, so yeah, um, sleep. You know, when you think yo, you already have insomnia and your sleep can't get no worse. Yeah, it have. I hit that point where I've been up for two days. Um, this week, tried everything to sleep and just really wasn't successful. And I think I got maybe an hour in today as of being felt from yesterday. So, um, yeah. And um, like we were talking about, you know, uh, I did do a topic change at the last minute and I appreciate y'all riding with me for that, but it was for a reason. Um, you know, like you had hit us up earlier during the week to let us know about, you know, the situation with the four people losing their life. Uh, and um, you know we had an episode that hit close to home this week ourselves. So uh, it's real. Like I'm a high advocate for mental health uh, because I deal myself. And um, well, what I mean to cut you off, but we're the worst ones. We'll advocate, but we won't take care of ourselves. Yeah, and, and true. So, um, yeah, so with that being said, um, starting the season and I started seeing stuff um, online about it. And I'm like, yeah, we, we did this this time last year. Um, and it was a month ago because I looked a bit back at the dates. But it was just important for me to go ahead and bring this to the forefront now because it's already getting serious. Um, so, um, crazy thing in having this discussion this week, and I'm going to start off with asking a question, um, with y'all and even, um, to those that's watching. And I'm going to say with the people either in your circle or your immediate, how many people in your family or whatever that circle, how many people in your surroundings do you think 
may have tried to remove yourself from this place. Mm. That's a good. So I'm going to go a step further. Well, I'm not going to go a step further. I'm going to ask this question. Um, Add to it. Because sometimes, uh, and it's, it's coming out now more and more, yeah. they're not doing it themselves. They're trying to get somebody else to do it, or they're trying to do it. What? Yeah. Oh, Lord, no. Oh, no. So, so like, mm-hmm. yeah, I know you hear, like, you always hear death by police, stuff like that. Ah, um, okay. Stuff like that. Um, And then it's also, they're not, they're doing it but unintentionally doing it like drinking themselves up you know you got damn diabetes why the fuck you still sipping on us that so uh sipping on that uh that beer or whatever you're killing yourself slowly you really don't or living a lifestyle that you know is dangerous that you know gonna end in the in a blaze of glory so all of these things so as we think about it as we think about it um Think about in the people in our circle that are just like that. So, so Chiquita said, within my immediate circle, unfortunately, just me. Last attempt was in 2019. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you being open and honest about that because we, we in our community yeah. don't talk about that a lot. We yeah. don't talk about it, like. Yeah. My my last attempt was twenty when I was when I was I was in twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen. Thirteen. And Marcellus just said he had three people close to him try. One was successful. Yeah. So um go ahead. Having discussions this week. Um with family friends like i said close people in the circle i learned out of everybody that i talked to all of them had attempted at least twice or either had thoughts and i must have talked to about 15 people Yeah, and it's crazy because it's like people that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, and it blew my mind. Yeah, like it it real talk. I was like, what? And And those are the ones that hit the hardest because, like, yeah, if they complete, the first thing you you get mad because, like, why did they say? Why didn't they say something? That part. That part. you, You get upset. And be angry at the fact that one, that was a selfish move. You feel like it was a selfish move, mm. and, then, and then on top of that, like like I said, why did they say something? They could have came yeah. to talk. To you. And that part, because I know that for me, I am in. I'm there. I'm. I'm in that circle. I'm so many people's person. I'm a lot mm-hmm. of people's person. Not everybody in the fifteen that I talked to, but I'm a lot of people's person. And a friend of mine a couple of years ago, um, 
I ended up on the phone with her for over 18 hours trying to talk her down and convince her that her life was worth more than what she was going through and not to commit that act. Thankfully, yes, she is still here, but she does still suffer. Mm. So um, I went through and had conversations, um, even with the youngest, my, my, my babies, my youngest, to discuss that is somebody amongst family and friends that you should be able to talk to. I'm open. I don't have judgment, no nothing. But I know the last thing that I want to do is lose. I don't want to lose family, period. But I know that we all have an expiration date. But I don't want them to create that expiration date. Right, right. And there's some things that we, when we really don't look at also, too, is the impact like we started earlier talking about the impact of a completed or even an attempt because Marcellus mentioned that people still haven't gotten over it. Yeah. Um, people still are dealing with not now, not only dealing with their own uh, issues or, or situation, I don't like to say issues, situations, they're dealing with the, what, what did I, what can I have, what can I have done better what can I have done differently to keep my friend here? And that's a, that's a, and listening to what you're talking about, that's a, a heavy burden. It is that's an extremely heavy burden. It very much is. It very that's much old. is. And just by that, it's showing us the impact of, of suicide, of sad, of, of mental health across the board. Yeah. And and I'll say this, mental health is a huge stigma in the black community because so many are just not open or accepting on it. And they they give they're quick to give the negative. Get over it. You all right. Ain't nothing wrong with you. We don't disclose that. We don't do therapy. You supposed that's to white that's white people stuff. Yeah, that part. Therapy mm -hmm. is white people stuff. I've been in therapy since April and I, man, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I wouldn't trade it for the world. So now we talk, since you mentioned, since you said you in therapy, uh, what do you think is the, the reason behind us not going to therapy? That stigma. That old mentality that has been passed down from generation to generation is that we don't do therapy. We don't get help. We fix it inside because mm. black folks don't want people in their business. Mm. So when you crying out for help and you going to somebody that you think you can hear you, they can hear you and understand because you're asking for help and they turn their back on you. Or they mm. say something negative and nobody's listening. That's when, to me, these incidents really 
grow because they feel like they went to somebody for help and they got turned away. And then the next thing they holler, oh, we didn't know. Oh, oh. Yes, you did. The person came to you. And instead of being saying something positive, you said a whole lot of negative that pushed that person that way. And they was already trying, they was trying to come out of it. What you think, Nika? You've been quiet. <laughs> you know me, I'll I'll pull the trigger on it and, and just say it. What they do, you going through something. Baby, I'll pray for you. Ooh. I'll call the church and put you on the list. So somebody can call you to sick and shut in. So somebody can call you and see how you're doing. Or they want you to talk to the pastor and the deacons and let them pray for you. I don't want to hear that shit. Mm. I mean, <laughs> that don't be enough sometimes. And I think with black people, with the whole nobody in our business, but the church can be in our business. And that's where we're supposed mm. to go to get our, our help. Ooh. Cause can't nobody else save you or help you, so they want you to go to church and let somebody lay hands on you and pray your problems away, make you feel better, turn your life around. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not gonna knock nobody else's hustle, but uh, that that don't be enough. If it was enough, it would be a whole bunch of people still here and not in a grave. Yeah. If praying it away was the answer, then a lot of people wouldn't be having these emotions, especially black people. We got some strong prayer warriors. So if all them warriors came together and was praying and praying and praying, why are people still contemplating suicide and killing themselves? Why are they still having these feelings if that's all it took? People yeah. need professional help, not somebody that was, I'll stop. Just, yeah. Do what you gotta do. That's all. I'm, I'm a hush. So, reading Chiquita's uh, comments, she said therapy has definitely helped me a lot and really gave me a second chance at life. Um, she also said, "Yeah, that's the problem. Some people's mental health and stress came from family and their loved ones." Mm. So, I'm, I'm glad she said that because I was thinking. Uh, part of what you said earlier about going to therapy, about black people talking about talking down about going to therapy. And uh, one of the things that I know, being in this field, I used to hear a lot, um, especially from people that look like me, is the fact that it's a it's a gut check. It's a gut check. Like it's a reality check for them because they because we tend to think that we are one way, but when you have to look in that mirror and basically, like I like to say, get naked and be vulnerable, you're like, I'm really not that person. Yeah. And for for a lot of folks, that that rocks their foundation because who they thought they were, that's not who they are. So now they have to figure out who they are. So that causes stress and that goes mm -hmm. to, that leads to what you're talking about. You and um, Chiquita talking about that leads yeah. them to the church to try to find themselves. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Sometimes depending on the church, depending on people, it creates it because mm -hmm. 
we when you at that point where you're going to the church hurting, you don't want to hear somebody, oh, you got a demon in you, or oh, you mm-hmm. got this, or oh, oh, just pray, it's gonna be all right, and just pray and pray and pray and get tested. You're getting tested. All right, I understand I'm getting tested, but how are you gonna help me study for this test? Mm-hmm. So I I, mm-hmm. I agree. And then some of the shit that happens happens in the church adds to it. Cause you sit there and see people, you start thinking to yourself, damn, you fucked up just like me. How you gonna tell me what to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's so why that line always makes me laugh. He'll never put more on you than you can bear. It's I I would I say there's some truth to that. The the problem with that is that's a whole this, I'm gonna just say this and I'm gonna leave it alone. The problem with that statement is we are we tend to look for a, a um instantaneous solution, not what you're going through now. And what I mean by that is, and this is what I tell. I tell people that I used to see all the time, think of this as a race. You trip and fall. You stumble. Is that race over? No. You can get back up and continue to race, continue to run. And that's that's where the hard times, that's what your heart, the hard times in your life are. That's you tripping and falling. So it's up to you as a person to get up and keep running. If you sit in it, it's going to get worse because it's going to feel like you're not going nowhere because you are not going nowhere. But that's an okay. That's another. That's all. That's, that's why my that's a whole nother, That's a whole nother door. Yeah, that's a whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah. it gets that's, deep, and for me, that's why I ain't got many knees. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's so many facets to this, like especially for seasonal, because again, mm. it's when it happens, there's a lot of shit going on. Because think about it. When the seasons change from mm. summer to fall, fall to winter, what's about to happen? The there's no sun, the sun is limited. People that, don't tend to go out as much as they did in the summer months. That what else? Mm-hmm. For holidays exactly. and a lot of times people don't have family or well, they, they don't have, have family, they them to fuck out. Them to fuck out. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. like, nope, they ain't going over there. I'd rather sit home and eat beanie weenies and oodles and noodles than go mm-hmm. over to ain't such a such house to yes, go yeah. have Thanksgiving. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. Or make what makes it worse, I'll go over there to show face and get belittled, get berated, get beat up, get asked mm. questions that you don't feel like answering. Baby, why you ain't married yet? Why you got all them kids? Ain't no man gonna want you because you got all them kids. Hey, baby, ain't no woman gonna want you because you got, you You done been with Mary, Sam, and, well, what, Mary, Sue, and Jane? Why you gay? Why you doing that? That's just the dent. People don't want to hear that shit. Not at all. Or the flip side of that, hey, hey, let, let me let me borrow a dollar, let me borrow something. Now, nah, oh, let me get a let me get a little change out off you. 
you don't want to hear that because you're supposed to be rejoicing about situation, not being like stressed out because of situation. It's it's crazy. Oh wow, this comment right here. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that too. They see no nothing advancing in the, everything they tend to do fails. Yeah. Every, I try. I tried this. I tried that. And and we we've all been there. Like I'm. Oh hell yeah. I'm keeping one hundred. I've been there. I've been. I didn't get here just by like everything I did was successful. Shit. I'm still fucking up. Yeah, I'm still fucking up. But one of the one of the phrases we use a lot in uh, therapy is, "Don't make a permanent decision on a temporary situation." That part. Hmm. That part. But and some people's know. temporary isn't another. Some people sit in their temporary for months. What What, what did you just say? What did you just say? Yeah, Think about you it. said the temporary, but they sit in it so long. Yeah, they they sit in it, see? and that's the that's that's where a lot of that's where therapy comes in. At that's yeah. where that's where we have to be. That that I like to say that that lighthouse. We have to be that lighthouse, and sometimes they turn to you, sometimes they don't. And I'm I'm guilty of it. I I'll admit it. I'm a guilty of it. Sometimes our situations be so big that we don't hear or see somebody else's situations who's hurting. And that's that's another thing too. So that that creates that alienation. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been yeah. reading a dictionary tonight. Well, I'm throwing them out though. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's a uh, very deep, deep situation. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm going um, to flip the script a little bit, just a tad bit. So before you do that, can you ahead. run off some symptoms of seasonal depression? I did. And that's what I was about to get into, too. Okay. Um, so you know, the, you know the normal symptoms, uh, lack of sleep, lack of interest, or well, I should say lack of sleep, either lack of sleep or oversleeping, um, not eating or eating too much, um, not wanting to do not wanting to do stuff like the stuff that you used to do, like like Nika like plants. If she's just stopped fucking with plants and all her plants die, stuff like that. That those are some of the symptoms, signs and symptoms of it. But it's interesting because I read the, and I read this a while back, and I just it would just reconfirm. You know, when you crave a lot of sugary foods, that's a sign too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah, once upon a time, the people drive through knew my name. Yeah, because it's like your body is. Your body is looking for that energy boost. So, where do you get your energy boost from? Sugar. So, and these are it's it's funny because it's 
those are simple things that we really don't pay attention to. And just, it's not just going to be, when you're dealing with this, it's just not going to be one, one symptom. It's going to be multiple. You're going to see one. Okay, they don't hang out like they used to. Oh, they don't talk to us. Okay, why you? Why? Why am I always sleepy? Why am I? I don't feel like doing nothing. And then you start craving, craving. Uh, Tiff treats. What? <laughs> you said cheeks. I said Tiff's treats. Yeah, I mean, they so tasty though. And you, 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 and you don't. Like I said, you don't realize it, but. Look at when you start to crave them the most. When the season start to change, it's so it's subtle. It's, it's yeah, we don't really pay attention to it, and it just start to compound. It's like one symptom after the next. One situation has us triggered, and it starts that spiral, and it starts that spiral. So, um, to Chiquita's comment, she said, and some people can just really mask their emotions and you'd never know they were struggling. Yes. Yes. And is you know what? And that's, I think that's across the board when it comes to black people, because when you, when you ask somebody, what's the first thing they say? Hey, I'm how you fine. Feeling? I'm all right. I'm, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm Man, good. I, I laugh because I'm very guilty of that. And one of my brothers actually started to do something with me. And if he asked me the first time, and I'd be like, I'm good. He asked me two more times because he said at least by the third time, he'll get the truth. (laughs) Don't let them be in your face when they do it. I'm good. Mm -hmm. How you doing? But that third time, you done broke down me. (laughs) Exactly. Because my face, you know. Y'all know my facial expression. Yeah, I, they they out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's uh yeah. So and that's, and that's and it's crazy yeah. that we we are we and I'm including myself. We're so conditioned to do that. But for we, me, I think I'm conditioned to do it because one. I'm I'm seen as the strong one. Uh, amongst my siblings, I'm the oldest. So I'm seen as the strong one. Like I'm not supposed to be weak and I'm supposed to be there for everybody else. So mm. um, I do wear that. I've worn it very heavy, even being that person for um, my parents. You know, like I said, siblings, friends. And a lot of times people don't consider the strong in life that we have days too, but we're weak. Um, and sometimes life seems to consume us. So if, if that's the case, then well, my first question is how did you get in that situation? By being the oldest. Being the oldest automatic being the oldest, um, being that person that um, providing a listening ear with no judgment, 
Um, I might also even say availability. Because it's like when people know for me, oh, T don't go nowhere. T be in the house. So I know I can call T. So with all of those and just being able to give um, honest advice without malice puts me in that position to be a lot of people's person. So how does that, what about you, uh, Nika, before I get on to my next question? Hmm. Like T basically said, for me, it's being the one present. A lot of people, you know, have started doing their own thing and having their own lives and that selfishness part. But we got those older family members that they're at that age now where they need help. So you look around and it's like, where's everybody else that should be helping and should be able to do it? They're not there. You love your family. You know, you don't want nothing to happen to them. You don't want them in a bad spot. So what yeah. do you do? You start being that person that they reach out to because they know they can call you. You're going to help them. You're going to get them through or get them to or whatever needs to be done. They know you're going to do it because if you don't, who will, which is nobody. So those phone calls come, come more often. Like T said, they know you're not going nowhere. So if they need something, they can plan something and say, oh, I knew I could call you because you were going to be available. Or just picking up the phone and being like releasing all this extra shit on you and then get it off and say, all right, let me call you back. And hang that up part. the phone after they just dump their bullshit. Yep, that part. That part. It's, so, being, it's being that one. So, with that being said, how has how does that impact your mental health? You take all that shit in, and you take it on, and now they bullshit has become your bullshit. That's why when I have my days, and I can say like T is my person, and I'm gonna try to get through this without ugly crying because y'all know how I get, but. When I have my days, I won't go and dump that shit on her because I know what it feels like to have somebody dump shit on me. And of course, as you know, we have that reciprocation with our relationship and I feel her and she feels me. But sometimes your shit can be so much that you don't want to out of the sake of your friend and they got their own shit. You don't want to hand them your shit to so you, what do you do? You hold it in and we get too busy. Some of us are parents or whatever else. We work, we parent, we taking care of everybody else that we don't have time to process those emotions until we get downtime. Like now, I'm about, I'm about ready to have a Carl Thomas emotional moment because I don't get to sit in these type of feelings until I'm here on the podcast. I don't have time for that shit. This is where I have two hours and we have these topics and it's like, damn, I can sit in it. And then I had these moments like, damn, I'm really fucked up. This fucked up. And have a whole, you know, a little ugly cry fest like I did the other day. Because of shit like this. You just don't have time. So what's wrong with having an ugly cry? I don't have those moments where I feel like I need to until I get here. That's what I'm saying. Okay. This is where I have me time. This is where I have a moment to do what sh 
look, I don't hear no kids hollering. Jace ain't in here. My phone's not ringing. Nothing's just happening. It's us. That's this, what I'm saying. Look again. Look what's wrong with you. Because you just said you don't want an ugly cry. Let that shit go. Oh, I already did. What were you I, already did. I, I I mean, I've been having my little moments. Like, I'm over here just. Yeah, but this is when I have those moments. Because any other time, I don't have time for it. It's too much going on in my life to be sitting down <laughs> crying and shit. I ain't got time for that. I got shit to do. Uh, do you have okay? That's interesting. You said that. Um, is it not that you don't have time or you don't want to make time? And I'm asking this because that it, it Because it leads down down a a a dark pathway. That's why I'm saying. Because at what point in time, when outside of this podcast, do you have the time to release? I don't. I won't even lie to y'all. My grandma's been gone five years. And I still have not fully grieved her death. I don't have time. That's why when we have topics like this and I have to face it, I get emotional. Because mm. it's like I, those feelings, I don't get to sit in. My and two kids have died. Same thing. I don't get to sit in that feeling because I don't have time. I'm literally going, doing shit, doing shit, moving. Because stuff has to be done. I don't get it done who the hell gonna do it go to sleep wake up and do it all over again with the mask on with with the mask on that's why when we have those topics and we you know and and I don't want to make it seem like it's a veer off but that's when it comes to those topics and you know we talk about having mates and husbands and in relationships I'd be like Y'all don't understand how ready I am for somebody to come and fucking take this bullshit from me. Well, I could be like, here, take that shit. Help, help a bitch out. But, I'm tired. Okay, that's, a, that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. But I'm saying it has a lot to do with it too when it's only you. When but, you have somebody else you can give that to, it's not just you dealing with everything. You have a moment to sit in your feelings because it's not just you. And I guarantee you, because you are a male, you're not going to understand it. You're, you're not going to feel it the same. You're a man. You are not. That's why yeah, you're that's not. A No, explain that to me. Now Now we're going down. We're going to get down to the grassroots. What's the... We, we what always does, talk about these type of things. What does me being a man not understanding? You're not gonna. You don't get it. We've talked about this before. We've talked what about the show and behind the scenes, and you don't grasp it because you always think it's so easy to just. Why don't no, you? I know. Oh, no, no, why no, don't no, you make no, the no, no. Pause, pause. I never you, said it was easy. I never said it's easy. I you never said. I always say I've learned from experience. From experience, I said that in the beginning. Said dealing with dealing with this topic, I've learned from experience, my experiences, and dealing with other folks' experiences. There is ways to get around it. But back to the to the topic at hand, 
it's um, still part of the topic. You can't diminish that side of it. It goes together. Thank you. That's what I was trying to get to. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. But yeah, roll, roll, roll on though. Roll on. Roll on. That's what I was trying. That's exactly what I was trying to get to. Everything, every, all of this ties together because, again, like I said earlier, it we start one thing can create a spiral. And then something else hits that spiral and it goes faster or it goes in a different direction, then goes in a different direction. And now we're just bouncing around in this circle. And it and it feels like just like that. It feels like a, you're going in the circles, not get, getting anywhere. But I know it's, it's I know it seems like it's easy for me to say. And I'm saying it because I've been there. I've been there when it was when it was just me dealing with life. I've been there when I didn't have nobody to call. I've been there when I wanted it to end. I've been there when I prayed not to wake up. I've been there when I closed my eyes and let the, the steering wheel of the car go. I've been there when the gun would not go off. I've been there. This is me personally telling you I've been there. I understand. But on top of that, I'm still here. I'm still here. Just like I use the analogy of you running a race, you trip and fall, you have to get back up. You just can't sit there. And yes, it may seem like it's easy for me to say. It may seem like it's easy for me to do. It's because I've been there. I've been there when when you wanted to scream and couldn't. When you wanted to throw shit and couldn't. When you wanted to be just like, fuck it, and couldn't. Because like you said, you got shit to do. And I, I understand you you want a mate. You want a significant other. You want that. Oh, hell. That starts with you. But don't get me wrong. That's it not has to start with you it. because you can have all that and that motherfucker cause more issues. And then you back in the same situation. Or in a worse situation. Mm-hmm. You, weren't specific, you weren't specific when you said when you said your husband. You you supposed to say your boring husband. <laughs> so, so he, we know what I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, I know. It's a matter of wanting somebody to take that extra off. Not nobody that don't live in the household to take that off because that person don't know what you're going through that's your aunt your cousin your brother your sister whoever they're not in that house dealing with it every day so when i say it on that aspect of it i don't mean just like oh i just gotta have no that's somebody who's in this shit ride or die going through this shit with me understood understood Understood. I would so. trust and understood. But again, like I said, I've been there. I understand. And I'm like I continue to say, 
I'm speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and everybody's experience is different. And I still will say your experience as a male versus our or I'll say my experience as a female and a mother. There's parts of it that you, like I said, we've been on this show before where we've talked about doing us time, me time, going and doing things we want to do and, and, and just shit like that. And, you know, it's always went back to why don't y'all just do it? Why don't you just do it? And it wasn't just you. It I want to say other people were on the show, too. But it's like you, you, I don't know. I'll, yeah. So because I'm. I'm glad we're talking about it because now I'm like, my question that come to my head, so are you going to just continue to stay on that path? Stay on the same path that you're in right now? Feel like not having time, not being able to do all that, feeling frustrated, being feel like you're getting beat up, feel like you're you're going nowhere. Is it, it's not like you sometimes have a choice in that matter. I can, you know what? I take that back. I have a choice. I could be one of those parents to be like, you know what? It's time to do me. When I feel bad, I'm finna get this bottle. I'm finna go out. I'm finna have fun. I'm finna go shopping. I'm finna take trips. I'm finna do all this extra shit. But I have priorities. And I know that there's other shit that needs to be done. So I prioritize that over me. So, yes, I'm putting myself in that position. But as a parent, that's just some shit that has to be done on my end. And I totally agree. It just sometimes it just take time. Either time to get there or you have to take the time for yourself. And sometimes people get time. that time when their kids get 18 is when they get that time. That's why they be out here wild and living their best life because now they can finally do them and have a freaking nah, Well, that's another conversation too, but okay. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Quiet, see what's going on. Yeah, she quiet. She just go sit up there. Don't let that. No, I was letting y'all have y'all moment at the same time. I was sending the sending the podcast link to a couple people. So don't judge me because uh, I'm you know me. I be over here multitasking in these streets. So uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's that's actually what I'm doing. I'm sending the, the podcast link to other people. So. Mm -hmm. But I was letting y'all have y'all moment because it was a great conversation. Uh, so I was doing that too. So, you know what I mean? Like uh -huh. I said, I'm multitasking. Um, yeah. But um, I agree because even for me, I don't feel it's, it's as easy for me to get a break. Um, I don't trust everybody with my baby. And when you're in a circle of mothers and, you know, we all in the same gang need that break. You don't want to ask that other person, hey, can you watch him? You already know they need the light they go to. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I think, and I, well, I, now I'm seeing where you say it's different for men and women. 
I, yeah. I, I can see it now because you guys are being considerate of each other, even though y'all all need the same thing. Men exactly. will be like, yo, hey, they'll sit they, down. They, and they up and moving. They, Ooh, deuces. Uh, no, they won't up and move. Nah, not well. Boys Men. do that. Boys do that. Men who are serious about their kids or find or make or find ways of uh build a community to be like, hey, can you keep him? Can you keep him at this time so I can do XYZ stuff like that? And that and then they'll maximize that time. But I I I understand now sitting here listening and looking at it how you guys say it's different between men and women because you guys are being considerate of of each other each other being in that same situation i would love to find some some uh some dads that are that pretty much in the same position that's out there like and would want to hear like what are uh, is it just us is it just me is it like are y'all going through the same thing do y'all just give y'all kids to your homeboys or uh, the mother's present like how does that how does that dynamic work that would be interesting to, to know if we could find something like that but yeah mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta ask around i know i know a lot well tell them to come on so we could we could have this discussion all right i'll do that but one of the comments i know uh that went by was chiquita and she said um stuff was the same way in her family she said she had to take a step back and put boundaries in place and learn to take care of herself um and I, I've learned that this year, um, how important it is to have boundaries. And you can have boundaries and sometimes you going back and forth like a seesaw with people to respect those boundaries. Because some people feel like because whatever title they have in your life, that is fuck your boundaries. And then they want to see it as a source of disrespect. And it's not as you being clear and using your damn words. And it's probably the first time you used your words. So the person probably ain't even used to being on that end because you normally just pass it and let it go because you're still trying to have a level of respect. You know, black right. people have a thing that you're not supposed to express your feelings, you're not supposed to express your emotions because that's a sign of disrespect for having a voice. Mm. Especially to older people, which is interesting. Yeah 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 <laughs> i actually laughed when pete said that a few minutes ago about um she related to you about diminishing the feelings of the experience and even in therapy um with santi that is one of the things that he was taught through therapy is to express his feelings now he's respectful when he does it but on the end when it's not something that you used to or you yourself did not grow up that way you have to change your mindset because people even though you may not feel that you was that way or that's how you handle it it's still the person on the receiving end that takes that how they take it and we can't diminish their feelings or their experience with it 
And I'm glad you said that because that was one of the uh, comments I had wrote down. Uh, comments or questions about the whole topic. So, because we, we're talking about the person that's going through it, going through everything, um, de dealing with the situation, whether it's uh, sad versus uh, just overall mental health um, struggles. But we never talk about the second and third of order of effects. We never talk about the people around you. Do you think it will be beneficial for folks to go to, to therapy as well in your circle? And have you uh, suggested that? Um, I can't say that I've suggested it. But in the way that I speak, um, about my therapy i know like some of the guys in the last couple of weeks have been like even yourself you was like shoot we need a healing circle for men um and sometimes you do you need people that are in the trenches or going through with you because a lot of times if people are not in the trenches with you they don't understand if they don't have those same experiences they they don't understand how that feels and what you're going through and that makes them even more prone to this diminishing mental health and what you're going through or the quick one of the quick dismissives is i ain't got them problems you know that's you you got that from so and so and so and so and it's not the point of where the person got it from it's the point that the person has it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you know, I, like I said, I can't say because I'm not trying to be a person to push therapy on nobody. But at the same time, I'm open about me being in therapy. And, you know, I'll, I'll address and say whatever, you know, as far as, hey, if you're interested in this. Because I did reach out to my therapist about her having a healing session for men. And she said that was something me saying that was confirmation to her. Um, to actually go ahead and move forward because that was given to her to do. Then people came for she talking too much. So did they like time to go? Yeah, we talking too much. But not nah, um yeah. What what do you think? You think that's a good idea or you think? what are you what was the question again so like if you were seeking therapy do you think it's a good idea for the people in your circle to seek therapy too so what do you mean by in my circle do you mean like the people that i interact with every day like my family yeah or do you mean well for me a lot of them don't even they don't even know like and then my circle's not big anyway like i said it's just it's like five of us i have two aunts well one aunt my mom and then my kids so my circle is really really small when it comes to that side and like i had said a couple weeks ago like my kids that my shit don't need to be they shit we're trying to heal going forward so I'm not going to give them my shit. I'm not going to put them in what I have going on or how I'm feeling. 
Now, as far as them, they get therapy, like all of them. I am pro therapy for them. Like all three of them are in therapy because I'm like, the shit's got to stop and it's going to stop with me. So all of them. Yeah, they they get the therapy because, like I said, the bullshit got to stop somewhere. Yes. So if I can stop it with mine and going forward is where that lineage gets healed, then shit, by all means, let's run it. What yeah. about just for understanding, though? Just to understand. Because I, I'm not a, we're talking and listening and everything, and I'm reflecting as well. I think a lot of the issues that we deal with outside of us comes from people not understanding like like t just said her son gets taught how to express his feelings um but if he express them to the wrong people the wrong person it comes off as disrespectful instead of them looking at it like okay he's trying to tell me what's going on they feel like he's being disrespectful to me and that could be something that is addressed or brought up in therapy as well you see that's what I, that's what that was my, my my thought process behind the question not just for them to to well not only for them to get uh healed or help but for them to understand your process because uh, um from what i my my history in dealing with this, 75% of the struggles or the 75% of the stigma around Black people going to therapy, Black people dealing with mental health is not understanding. It's, it's something that people hear from Ray Ray, uh, Uncle Earl, uh, uh, Jumba. Oh, that's white people problem. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you go to the pastor. Oh, you just got the demon, and we gonna pray for you. Like, nah, did you say I gotta get away, motherfucker? <laughs> something set up, something wrong. <laughs> that's probably what you heard because that's right. what you want to do. You want to get away, what yeah. I'm saying, like. But if people really understood, they will probably, I think it'll be a better outcome when it comes to that. I don't think so. Because I can say for me, I've tried to express certain things and I don't just throw it at them where it's so much, but mm -hmm. just give them a piece. And for me, another thing I don't like to hear is you have a lot to be grateful for. Oh, you have more than I you do. shouldn't be complaining. You should mm. that kind of shit. Like people have looked at where I am now versus where I was. And yes, okay, yeah, I, I see it too. But to sit up there and say I shouldn't feel the way that I feel, or you're being ungrateful just because they're seeing the material shit that's happening. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit. I'd rather have my fucking mental health and, and be well 
than to be, but people will look at everything else and be like, oh, you should be good. You should be happy. What are you, you're not being grateful. And it's like, hello. So to try to even bring it up to where they understand, they'll never understand. Because sometimes they see what you have and what they don't have and say, if I was in that position, I wouldn't have nothing to worry about. I'd be happy. I, I wouldn't. Man, y'all tripping. But, you know, as you said that, and I want to definitely piggyback off that because people will quit to think, oh, well, you got this and you got this and you got more than somebody else got. You shouldn't you shouldn't complain. But what they don't understand with the more that's given more is acquired. So yeah, you can have more all day than somebody, but there's a whole different stress level that comes with having more. Hello. Yeah. And, and they, they won't see it. Chiquita just dropped a bomb right there. She said, it's a choice that cannot be rushed. You can't or pressure somebody into it. A person has to be open and really want to do the work. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, because I know despite what it, how anybody felt when it came to it, and I felt like I was tired of sitting in old shit, mm. <laughs> old trauma shit that I hadn't healed from, hadn't addressed. I was tired of sitting in shits. I was tired of feeling like I wasn't worthy of deserving of things. I was tired of being and feeling stuck and not understanding why I'm stuck and can't move forward. This is when I reached out for therapy. Because there's a reason behind it. There's definitely a reason behind all the shit that I feel, but I had to go to therapy to come figure this bullshit out. And it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Like, you know, even talking with her today, um, a lot of times there's growth and progress with us and we don't see it. And, you know, even today, as we talked today, and she gave me so much love and told me how proud of, of me that she is because she sees the growth. She sees the steps. I'm actively present. I don't miss a damn session. I'd be excited as fuck. So I'm like, oh shit, therapy today, baby. I'd be excited for those sessions because in one session, I get to be around people that are like me, people that are going through. And in this circle, it's just not, it ain't all me. It ain't all my color. There's a mix in this, in this healing circle. And you know, we do the work every session. She she's helping us peel back these layers, that layer to that onion. Yeah, sometimes that shit don't feel good, but it's necessary. She's got been able to help me be able to write, and that's something that I have not been able to do in many, many, many years. I think the last time I wrote was two thousand six. And I was supposed to have a whole ass poetry book out, but something happened to where I couldn't write. I used to read, knock out four or five books a week, reading. I haven't been able to do that in so damn long that it's ridiculous. But she gave me an assignment through one of our sessions that we had. 
and it required me to do that. It also required me to go back to a place in my life, my early life where trauma, trauma began. And I sent it to a couple of people and I think they fucked it up. Because it was a whole different, it was a different level in which people that didn't know me in or didn't know that I even experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I love that too. Chiquita on it tonight. I love her to pieces. Little sis be bomb. She says, until the shoe is on the other foot for them, they will not see how it feels. And that just and that's true because I've seen people when I've had anxiety attacks were so asshole about it. And they didn't get it or understand it. And when they had an episode, they was like freaking. Like it, it became real for them then because they asses had them shoes on. And I was just like, mm, how, how, how'd I feel? Now you pointing me, dogging me, making me feel this big because of my shit. Now you having an episode and you about to be outside butt naked running with fire heels on. but people don't get it until they're in it. And that's why I say with my healing circle, I love it because it's not just me. It's just not a group of black women that's mixed and we all got our shit and going through different things. And we can put our shit on the table with no judgment. Mm. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Chiquita said, I, I literally was on my way off a cliff. Literally. She said, tired of being stuck. And I, and I like, I couldn't catch a break. I had to really want to change for myself. Baby. All of that. She said, and it was so hard, but I stayed the course. And I still have my struggling moments. But I cherish the inner peace and healing I have now over anything else. That was a whole blessing and a vibe right there. Real shit, but, and I feel that. But isn't that what it's all about, though? Getting to the point of inner peace. Inner peace. Yeah, definitely. Because man, peace is so priceless. In my forties, man, say peace is so priceless. I will. Baby, I cut people off in a whole different way about my piece. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit over there. I ain't got time for it. I don't. Because that piece is so priceless to me. It is the highest value for me. That's like me winning a lottery. So, yeah, I, I, I feel that. And there, there is something on the other side of the non-healing. Healing, um, many people don't want to address that childhood trauma. And a lot of the times, our untreated shit we put off on our kids, and it's not intentional. 
but because a lot of us, again, wasn't allowed to speak or have a voice or the shit that we went through, you know, getting therapy, even in our us growing up, a lot of our shit trickled down on our kids. And like I said, it wasn't fucking intentional because who the fuck wants to put that shit off on the kids? The shit that we went through. Who the fuck wants to put that shit off on our kids? But unknowingly, we may do that unknowingly. Or even just that cycle of, hey, um, this is normally how it is. Because I read the other day where somebody said they had trauma from having to help the mom help their parents with their siblings for us growing up that's what you did you helped take care of your siblings man run an errand if this had to happen you and you were the oldest you watched out for the sibling that's the upbringing yeah. generation take to care everybody you had to take care of everybody you had to take care of everybody you had to do your part as a sibling you had to help out but do we don't know that for our kids that that's trauma that's putting more on them at their age and causing them to do have adult responsibilities at a mm -hmm. child age. Mm -hmm. And I can't lie and say that I'm not guilty of that. Because I was doing what I was raised, which was you help. If mama needs to take a nap, a nap, you watch your brother while mama just takes that break. And even for my mental health, that's probably what I needed. So I wasn't looking at the point of me dumping my baby off on his sister. I was looking at her helping her mother with her brother. But I didn't know that that was going to create trauma for my baby. Mm. Yeah. So mm, mm, mm. What, was, what was normal for us is not normal for our kids. Mm-hmm. But That's it's a mistake because it wasn't intentional. Mm -hmm. see, yeah, and see, like, like, like Nika said earlier, all this shit ties in together because you had to pick up the slack during the holidays because what your parents were working more, you didn't get to enjoy being a kid, you didn't even get yeah. to enjoy Thanksgiving. You didn't get to watch um, Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving or Charlie Brown's Christmas or nothing like that. Because you had to yeah. be the adult. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wild. And it's yeah. me being a sibling, the oldest sibling on both sides. I took on total, I took those responsibilities. That's how I was raised from early, early childhood. And I mean early. Pinks, you read my, my, my poem that I had to write. It started extremely early, earlier than it should have started, where I started taking care of my brother that's two years younger than me. It started early for me. So my childhood, I really didn't have a childhood because I started doing adult shit under the age of five. I had that responsibility. And when my ass dropped the ball, my ass got my ass whipped. real shit. Nah, I know. I understand. I'm like, I'm just shaking my head. Like, it's just wild. Like, 
and these are the things that that need to be talked about that we we duck as a society we we and or i shouldn't say we duck or we mask them oh that builds character that builds this that made you the person that you are today yeah I'm fucked responsibility up yeah like i'm fucked up because of it yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and that that's that's real shit. like some stuff is just like i said generational are you brought up okay no you help this oh you help this okay yeah you do this just like they say um black people putting their kids out at 18 as soon as they turn 18. that's a whole that's a trauma for a whole lot of kids that puts a whole lot of fear i've been there oh you 18 you getting out of my house and then you 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 stressing you 16 and a half 17 and you stressing about the day you, become out, 18, yep. you don't have a game plan you don't know where the fuck you're going you're trying to finish school and graduate and now you you, you stressing about oh shit, what the fuck i'm gonna do I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do. This. Yeah, that's a whole different ass fucking trauma. Yeah. And I was guilty of that at first. Then I had to think about. It. I say, hold on. If I didn't have football, what the fuck would I have did at eighteen? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, you slow my roll. Let me slow down. Yeah. That's yeah. why I cringe when I hear parents say, when they, I didn't raise my kids already. And they kids like 18, 19. It's like, the fuck? No, they're not done yet. You think just because you got them over 18, that's it? And now you hands off? That that part. Because to me, I don't care if my child turned 18. When she turned 18, I was like, I don't stop being a parent. I, I don't stop parenting you because you're 18. Now, I might have to step back some yeah. because you're 18. And I have to let you experience some of these things in life. But I'm gonna still be here to guide you if you need it. If you got questions, I got you. But I had to, because for me, I was super overprotective because of my childhood with my kids. Super. Oh no, you don't go spend a night in nobody's house. Nope, we don't do spending nights. We went, nope, we don't do that because you know it's some creepy people out here. And the shit I experienced, I didn't want my children to experience. So I'm a super damn fucking mama bear with shit like that. I I just don't. And I know people do shit, people you think you can trust and got their shit together and they go dipping out to go get them some dick and then left the kids at the house and uh, somebody's son want to play doctor and touching people and shit where they shouldn't be touching people. Yeah, no. So, and I love this that Chiquita put on it too. She's uh, charging your working teenagers rent. Baby, I had bills. Is it rent or is it like they just paying like because I I did that to my I didn't charge him rent but when he was working pseudo working he had to pay like the uh part of his phone bill or some shit like that but if they talking about rent rent like split oh, and 50, seen, yeah. 50%. yeah I, and I've seen that in with our community where we're forcing our kids to pay this or pay that. And I ain't gonna lie, I had a phone bill, my own personal line phone bill that was in my room to pay, and I had to pay the water bill when I got my first job. Mm. And if food ran out or something was tough, I had to come out of pocket for that too. And I was one of those kids that 
I had my license at 16. I had a car at 16. So I also had to keep my maintenance up on my vehicle, insurance, gas. I ain't, I ain't get I ain't get my license until I was 18 because uh, I kept speeding on the test. And your speed in life. Look at wow. girl, look she at said that. her mother took half her check. Uh. Damn. She said half of her little check. <laughs> little, little check. She's little check. Yeah, little check. I had to buy my own school clothes when I started working. Oh, I did, yeah. I did that because I ain't want to be walking around with no damn butterfly collar. Listen, now that's one that I I am, that's me. I will give you your necessities, but if you think I'm finna pay $200 on a pair of shoes, you sadly mistaken. You know. want them $200 pair of shoes, you gonna buy that shit. I'm not buying that. I can feel so, that though. Yeah. I'm buy you these buy what you need, but yeah. anything extra, yeah, that, that's you, homegirl. But that's yeah. but like this, like I'm sitting here thinking and listening and and contemplating and everything. You are absolutely correct, Nika, and I really, and it's crazy because I've been doing this for 20 years and I never realized that all of this shit is truly, 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 truly connected. Like it's like compounded. I mean, like how childhood trauma is connected to seasonal affective disorder is connected to bipolar is connected to to antisocial personality trait is connected all of that stuff is connected like yeah. it's 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 like wow yeah because the more we talk about it the more it's like we peeling back that onion and as a pe as black people we get we come out the womb I hate to say it like this. We come out the womb dealing with trauma. The first cry we have, we dealing with trauma because of everything that took us, everything we went, our people prior to us went through to get us to that point. Yeah. So Quincy said, my parents charged me a $25 a week rent when I worked as a teen. I hated it then, but I'm thankful now never had budgeting issues as an adult and you also got a question there's a question from alex the man you late by the way just kidding he said when it comes to survival and mental health what's normal one person's perceived strength is another person's complete weakness is he oh he's asking questions yeah normal said, is what Normal is dictated by you. Mental health. What's normal? Normal, normal is dictated by you. Everybody's normal is not the same. Mm -hmm. Like I, my normal could be laid back, chill, relaxed, woo Nika's laid back because she could be bouncing off the wall. I mean, her normal could be bouncing off the wall because she's a high energy person. T can be that balance. It's all just dictated by you. And how you how you define your normal, what that line is, and that's a good question because we all know what how we function dealing with trauma. 
now it's time. I say it's time for us to start functioning and we'll find out what is our normal, what is our center, our center mass, our balance. Because, yeah, we've been, like you said, surviving. We've been surviving. Man. Man. And, and, and dealing with mental we've been surviving with mental health we're not i'm not saying dealing we've been surviving because we're we're now at the point where we're just dealing learning to deal with it yes um, so yeah and i i really i really just in here thinking about it too i really hope that and we need to engage more younger people like definitely 20s 30s even in the teens to help them understand like hey everything that you're going through is is part of growing up however dot 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 this is based out of trauma this is based out of xyz here are some options to uh to help you guide you through this thing called life because it's not as life is be nice David and we we sit we sit here and laugh and joke all the time about it like oh I, I want to hit the lotto and I want to be a billionaire even those individuals have issues yeah they and just got them, they just got the money to to have a therapist sitting right there with them through the whole thing yeah and what's funny we had a conversation the other day and you was like remember when you was growing up you was like oh i can't wait to be an adult because i'm gonna do this 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 i'm a boy i'm gonna be in the club i'm gonna do what i'm gonna go to sleep and life hit you like now nah, let me go back about 15 years let me go and put everyone i won't go back i don't like getting up going up to a job that ain't paying me the, my value man. and it's stressing the fuck out i don't Hello. like this bullshit i don't like when Hello. i get my check that motherfucker is going in the same goddamn day i don't Hello. like these COVID food prices nor gas prices like i don't like Hello. this fuck shit. yeah you know All what's so that. funny you know what's so funny we were having this conversation at work um because i'm the oldest i'm the oldest out of all of uh, everybody else. I and we were sitting there talking about um <laughs> i'm gonna ignore that <laughs> but Everybody said the same thing though. That Toys R Us song hit different when I your ass is older. Go up. I'm a toy yeah, that Toys R Us song hit different because now you're exposed to to re not even reality to the harshness. It's like going from the beach to getting in the in the storm, a hurricane going right right into to a hurricane. You just gotta hold on. Yeah. Now. I want to talk. Uh, Chiquita just put out a whole other thing. She said, I think another way to acknowledge is parents raising multiple children differently. She said, my mom definitely favored my younger sis and still does. It really does something to a person's mental health in that way. Now, God damn it. If boss, little sis be on that shit for real. I feel that in so many ways. And I'm going to put my shit out before I put anybody else's shit out. With me needing help, when my son got sick, he needed me more. Not saying my daughter didn't need me, 
but he needed me more because he was a baby and he was sick. I didn't feel that she needed me in that same capacity. So that attention went to that child that needed and couldn't do for their self. So that was fully 110% dependent on me. And in that, now that I'm learning, that made her feel some kind of way. And it wasn't intentional. It was because he needed me. She was able-bodied. She could make her something to eat, warm a plate up, which I always cook. So it was something to warm a plate up. She ain't never have to cook a meal unless hey, she was helping you know, me doing my part, teaching her how to cook. But there was things that she wanted, may have talked to me about or needed me for something, but she didn't address it because she knew my mental health wasn't the best. She knew what I had on the plate with her brother. So a lot of things she kept to herself mm -hmm. because she didn't want to add to my plate. And in that, I'm not thinking that I'm neglecting her because I'm thinking, hey, I'm here if you need me, but not hearing, hey, mom, because I had so much going on with this one kid and still trying to balance my own shit. You weren't able to to focus on that, focus on her needs as much as you were focused on the young one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and even in that, um, my childhood, I got neglected on both sides for the younger siblings. It was like, you the oldest, you all right, you good. You don't need us that much, you got it. But then it was like when they needed me, I still had to take care of this brother, take care of this brother. If I wanted something or needed something, they still came before me. And again, unknowing from my childhood trauma, I bought that same bullshit over to my kid unintentionally. Yeah. But on the flip side, I try to look at even with that kind of differently because as we get older, we're learning from experience. So even like my kids, there is a difference how I parent them. It's almost like the, I think it was a Love's commercial, your first kid versus your third kid. Mm -hmm. You find out what works and what doesn't work. So for my kids, I try to have that communication to let them know and let them, it's not that I'm loving you any different or I'm harder on you or whatever it may be. It's just because I see what works and what didn't work. And now I'm trying to filter that down and be better. It's just like how we say with our parents, you treat your grandkids better than you treated me because your parents mm -hmm. from their mistakes. They learned that beating your ass wasn't always the answer. Cussing you out wasn't the answer. They've grown and now they have another level of understanding. So they're not doing that with their grandbabies because they see how it affected you. So they're fixing that. And it's like, I feel like the same thing as a mom with the three, they feel like, oh, Jace gets away with murder. Jace doesn't get away with murder. But I know whooping ass ain't for every kid. I know trying to yell and scream doesn't work for every kid. So I have to change how I parent based on his level of understanding and what works for Jace. So they may see me handle him differently and be like, ooh, y'all are different kids. I can't treat y'all the same. Because then if I did, 
you would have an issue with that as well, because it's like, why aren't you treating me this way? I should have this. I shouldn't be treated that way. So it really, it depends. It, it really depends. And then, like I said, where we are as parents at that time, you know, you may not have had the means for your first kid, but now by your third or fourth kid, now you in your bag and you can provide that fourth kid the shit that your first and second never even saw. It's not that you didn't love your first and second. You just couldn't provide for them in the capacity that you can now. That's something I deal with with my kids. Letting them know, Ivy, when I had you, I was making fucking seven sixteen an hour. So now the shit I couldn't give you at seven sixteen that I may be able to give your brother now is not that I'm treating y'all any differently or treated y'all. It's just that I didn't have the means as a parent, even mentally. I was a child, my damn self, trying to raise you. Now I'm older. I'm doing shit differently. But that's a that's that's a hard one too. Ooh, there it is. Yeah, that, you you said a whole ass mouthful right there. That that's real shit. So Quincy said to me, being normal is the ability to function with some sort of balance. We're all out of whack somewhere, but those who are more balanced than others have an opportunity for more normal life. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you. So I keep hearing that. I keep. I uh, never mind. Go ahead, because. So um, Alex, the man said, when you see a person who seems to have it all, we have no idea what they're going through. The most peace I ever had as an adult was when I had no job and I slept in my car. Mm. So that's... I mm. can see that. Under that, Chiquita said, my mom neglected me, led to my childhood sexual abuse. And I, I'm, I'm, them my shoes too. I, I wear them shoes too, like a mug. But I think uh, not everybody knew. I know I shared that with Peaks. One of the people that molested me just got released out of jail about three weeks ago. And he lives down the motherfucking street from where I live right now. That was a whole nother moment for me. So we we know I got my black hoodie in the in the car. I didn't tell her she don't. We can pull up. We ain't even got to. Hey, I don't got so good. We ain't even got to be close. I get long range. Anyway, let me stop. These are all jokes, people. I am not a killer, but I ain't no killer. But don't push me. <laughs> disclaimer that so, part um one of the things um i keep hearing is is making me it's interesting is the fact that we it seems like we keep basing our our normalcy or whatever or using somebody else's life or a situation as a basis for our normal, for our standards. Cause I keep saying, I keep hearing like people look at me and say, blah, 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 blah. Or I see such and such and such and such and, or 
you see a person with all this and you don't know what's going on, so they could be struggling. But at the end of the day, and this is what I was trying to get at earlier, is we dictate what we want and what we feel inside. We can't let everything on the outside tell us how to function, how to operate. And that's that's what I was trying to get at earlier is like we continue to let outside uh, entities, forces, aliens, whatever you want to call it, di- dictate how we feel, how we operate, how we we move. And that, that adds to our frustration because we think we're moving one way and the reaction we get is not the reaction that we want. And so it frustrates us versus moving the way we want them to fucking move and fuck everybody. Yeah. Um, Kevin said, yes, every child is different, but you got some monsters out here that you could tell they never seen a strap. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ah, yeah, we'd be in the store, we'd be like. Mm. And, it's, and the flip side of that is somebody uses the use strap a little too much and created monsters. Ah. 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 That part. That that part. Mm-hmm. Look here. There was a belt in my life. It was a black belt. I'll never forget it. And that mug had these little silver spikes all down it. Oh, baby. Ass whooping to a whole nother level, dog. But see, the difference is you didn't take that as the standard and start doing your kids like that. And, no. and the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Going down generation. Yeah. yeah. Just like everybody, you everybody here, you got that same old uh, Negro spiritual. Um, oh my, my grandma used to make me go out and pick my own switch. Yeah. And your mama used to say that, and then your grandma used to say that, and then you, your great grandma said that if you knew her. So you see how everything trans uh, goes through generation to generation to generation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you're right. And like I know at one point I would pop something. He just mm. pop him on the hand, pop him on the butt. And even now as we've gone through this journey, um with the autism, I learned that didn't work for him. That took something that eh, that little discipline took something like that and turned it into hope. Because he was, he's not built like that. And I hate when people say this new generation of kids are weak. They're not weak. They're just intelligent. Because oh, it yeah. doesn't take a whooping for everybody. Everybody ain't got to be beat to the white meat, and as Bernie Mac would say. You can, I can take that game from him and his whole world. Then got flipped outside, upside down. Let me tell him he came back to that. That game is going to hurt him more than him getting his butt whooped. But his response 
to him turning hope, that's how he rated his anger, his hope. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to do that with him. I can talk to him. Hey, and out of 10, he gonna come tell me what he done done. Being bad school, mama got mad. They was too loud. He gonna text me and tell on himself. And if I see it here, he'll get upset, but he'll calm down and he'll be like, mom, I was wrong. I didn't listen to you. I didn't get off the game when I was supposed to, or I didn't go take my shower like I'm supposed to because we have a routine. Oh, I was trying to catch this last 15 minutes of this and I'm late going to bed. He knows that there's going to be consequences to that. And now I tell Foster to quit dry snitching on himself. <laughs> but you know what? He's been like that since he was a baby. When he could talk, he would, he would tell on himself. Tell him quit dry snitching. Mm -hmm. Tell on his sister too, but yeah, he would tell on himself. So, like, whoopings aren't the answer. I don't give a damn fuck that's better or it's part of child bullshit. That's not mm -hmm. true. Every kid ain't built the same. They just yeah. not. I, I was the good kid in some situations, and sometimes I just got my ass with just being in the room. But even that, that spare the rod, spoil the child, that's taken out of context, but that's another conversation. It is. I highly agree. It is. And uh, Chiquita, okay, she she dropping shit like she Oprah. She tell us she need to chill out. She gonna be on the show next. <laughs> I like that last statement, accountability. And that's what it boils down to, accountability. Yeah. A lot of folks, we don't want to be accountable when it comes to dealing with our, our mess. We and sometimes folks feel more comfortable than sitting in this shit. And I like that the Alex the man said. He said, "As as a people, I wish we could get back to loving us through it all and be able to talk about whatever our pain might be, and then help each other." The first I, first step in that we ha we have to be accountable for ourselves. Yeah. Because I, I think us as black people are so dysfunctional right now. The war between black women and black men, the finger pointing, like you said, there's a big lack of accountability because everybody, no, you did this. You did this. Show fault. Is we all play a part, even if it's a little part. We all had a part in some dysfunction of where we are right now but here's the crazy part though and i know this is probably off subject all of this shit is talked about in the willie lynch letter which is amazing, amazing. blows my mind and people say that's that's fake if i was just gonna fake, say that people are saying it's fake if but it is fake it is fake. Whoever thought that shit up was a fucking uh, genius prophecy. He proph prophesized this because everything he talked about is what's going on. Old against young, man against yeah. woman, man, son against father, mother, uh, mother against daughter. Is is crazy? Yeah, we got strong minds, but I mean strong bodies but weak minds. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, all right. Oh, but that is that. Yeah, we we gonna yeah. that be yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um. 
Kev said you could dialogue with some children, but you have some kids that will take advantage of you telling them. You're you right. You you right. You you gotta tap in and, and know your kid because every every kid is not the same. Definitely. Um Alice demands that people are literally looking at what happens when you spare the rod. Bad kids riding bikes into oncoming traffic, oncoming traffic, and still don't get it. Man, I, I seen somebody do that car surfing crap. That dude Hart was on the pavement doing dumb shit. Literally, his heart was on the pavement. I don't know how that ended up on social media, but it 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 was. That was some. Well. We kind of did some dumb shit too, like growing up. I ain't did no dumb shit like no. Oh. See, I was scared of doing dumb shit because my mama was a beast, and she had these uh superior belt swinging skills, and I didn't want no part. So I tried to be on my bestest of behaviors because <laughs> I didn't want the problems. Dumb oh, shit had me to build ramps, jump over all kinds of shit on yeah, bikes. I didn't do that. And now my yeah. brother, my brother was the daredevil. He did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand the, the car surfing and all that stuff. Cause that's shit you <laughs> see on TV and you want to try. Exactly, Chiquita. We did dumb stuff. We just didn't post it online. Exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. Oh yeah. no! How dumb we we wasn't that we wasn't this kind of dumb. I mean, shit. It's a, I mean, it is. It's the same thing. We. I mean. We were they going? We went from bikes to now they doing it on cars because they got access to it now. You know, it's more cars and and now than it was when we were growing up. There's more cars on the road now than it was when we were growing up. So true. Hmm. <clears throat> Alice the man said, "Yes, sir." Heart still beating. Kev mm-hmm. said, "I tried to be good, but I thought I was slick, and I let my cousin talk me in." And the mm-hmm. you know, we all didn't have that cousin. Come on, we ain't gonna get caught. Come on, yeah. And then everybody got their ass whooped. It looked like a whole slave, uh, and then they, and they be the main one talking about. I told him not to do it, yeah. That part. So, question if somebody is experiencing any of their symptoms what what is the best way to start or to reach out for help the best and easiest thing to do in that that situation is create and stick with the routine create and stick with the routine that will ease a lot of the the symptoms i.e something as simple as okay today i'm a walk i'm gonna go for a walk for 15, 15, 20 minutes. And just keep that same thing going every day. I'm gonna walk for 15, 20 minutes. Then the next day, add not the next day, the next week, add something to that. But you have to be consistent with it. You can't be like, okay, I'm gonna walk today and then don't walk. Or you walk Monday, but don't walk Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And like, damn, cause that's gonna add to it, because you're gonna stress yourself out more because you're going to be thinking like, damn, I can't even do this. I can't even be consistent with this. So don't, don't do nothing drastic. That's another thing. 
Don't do nothing to drastic. Like tomorrow, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go to the gym for two and a half hours. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Let's be real. Be realistic. Be realistic with it. All right. Look, do smart. Something that's simple. What's the the M is uh measurable, obtainable, uh something that you can realistically see yourself doing. And the last one is something that you can uh really tap into when it's when it's those moments when those moments come around. Like how I did that acronym SMART. Ah mm-hmm. yeah, we caught that. All right, we see you. You you on your you on your shit tonight, all right. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, that's I mean just that's that's the simplest thing. Just something like that. That's that's my suggestion. Whatever so, your whatever your passion is or was, mm. start with that. Just start back with that. Something small. Mm. And I'll say this because I know this came up on one of our other previous mental health things. And um, with the people in your circle, the people that you know you can talk to, you can go to. Have that safe word. Have a word together that you know they that they know it's that moment when you need them. Have that moment when you when they know you just need an ear. I ain't gonna tell nobody how somebody can't never remember the word we set up. But also too, also too though, this is a caveat to that understanding that they may be experiencing something too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't don't take it personal if you don't have ac- instant instant access. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, so. we we as people tend to do that too. Well, I reached out to you and your ass ain't that ain't da, 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 da. Well, fuck it. I ain't gonna do it again. Oh, life happens for everybody. Yeah, I've been having all three of our asses this week. So yeah. yeah, give them the opportunity to to either return your phone call or something. A try again, and they'll answer. Just don't count them out. I think that's. Part of the reason why folks go through so many, so many friends, because oh, I was down and bad, and you you wasn't there for me. Oh shit, I was down and bad too. Like two down and bad motherfuckers. <laughs> like, but apparently, if they reached out to you and you was in your shit, you didn't reach out to them first while you was in your shit either for them to know that you was going through your shit. Mm, that's a good one. Mm. Mm. Lack of communication. Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. I'll do you a better one. Those that don't communicate, they going through something, but they want you to know they going through something, but then they turn around and they on social media and you don't know nothing's really wrong because it ain't been communicated. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I got. I don't trust social media. That's a facade, anyway. That that confuses me. That's a facade. That one does, cause you'll have people that's on there, 
and they just i guess pretending to live their best life and you don't even know anything is really going on because again you could be in your shit you know going through your own little thing and you you intend to reach out or want to reach out but you got to get over yours but you see them and they doing their thing and they good and then they i never heard from you i was going through it well shit, how did i know because that's that's that living it up. that's that mask though and i will say this um I, i'm good at my mask my mask be beautiful you i was i was at work yesterday knee knee deep in my shit. And none of them bitches, not even that they care anyway, none of the bitches care wise of or peep game. Even with me being on the phone, I was waiting to get snitched on because I was on the phone handling shit all day. But I was still working because I had my headset. But when people don't care, they don't notice it. Like for instance, I noticed my bestie been on AWOL for the last two fucking weeks. when you have friends that you're connected to you tend to know their patterns and, and i asked a couple of times and didn't get no answer you text three four days later i know my best is she throwing shots I am, and she know I am. I'm, 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 I'm letting them. I'm, I'm damn near doing the matrix, letting them go over my shoulder and, and hit the wall. Yeah, she trying to do a little something like that. I have. Yeah. I've been in my shit. I know, cause we talk every day. We ain't never not talked as much in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I know my bestie, so I put out the call, and I know when I ain't getting no call back and no texts back. I, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my shit stayed. I ain't going to say it stayed with me. I was going to lie. My shit got diverted to other people. Because I know my bestie was in her shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh. Kev said I, think I have DA might want some of our shit though. You want some of our shit, DA? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't sarcastic, guess what? <laughs> that was sure. guess what? Yeah. Whatever. Um, Kevin said I've not graduated yet, but my mom got Dr. Kev on my door because I have so many friends calling me venting. I definitely don't mind just return the listening ear that part i like that because i know i have somebody in my life that i'm i'm the dumping ground dumping ground and i've had to create boundaries and i had to remove myself from that person for some time and because that's all it is no matter the situation dumping ground i'm that person's person 110 percent no hands down and like i said this person is all somebody i had to talk off a ledge before so yeah but with my shit this week that's also a person i can honestly say a person that i didn't want to talk to about my shit. so yeah 
indefinitely. So, but the universe sent some some other people, even my therapist, sent some people my way for me to lay my shit down to. Can we go one up and address Alex the man's too about the try to fix it part? I, oh yeah, I, I meant to post that. I'm sorry, Alex the man. Yeah, this ain't my lane on being an ear because I'll be an ear and try to fix it. Is there a class on being a support person? And I can I can confirm he's a fixer. We even had him on that episode. He is a fixer. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't got nothing for that, uh, DA, on how to be, um, not being a fixer. Yeah. In the words of my boy Pinky, shut up. Keep your goddamn <laughs> mouth shut. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not that, it's not that hard. It's, it's, Granted, uh, yes, you may have to bite your tongue, uh, squeeze your hand, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I'm glad you, you said your hand. Huh? I'm glad you said squeeze your hand. Oh, yeah. Do something. Like, just be able to sit still and just let somebody talk. Mm-hmm. Yes, we as men are t- are naturally fixers. You give us a problem, we try to figure it out. But at times, Sometimes they they don't want to figure it out. It's not about figuring out. It's about pouring all that shit out out of the bottle. That's what it's about. It's not about trying to come up with a solution. It's just about they have all built up in them, like the little steep the um little teapot. So much built up in them that they just got a whistle. Somebody got a head. That's all it is. Just sit there and let them whistle. Whistle while they twerk. <laughs> that whistle is wrong. I'm I know, my, my lips dry. My lips dry. I can't whistle. I'm going to need you to lick them. Put some car messes on them. I can't whistle. But, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> easiest thing. We should have gave you the whistle from Flag on the Place so you'd blow that because that, that wasn't That wasn't good. That wasn't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Like, Talk. And that's that's what exactly what you do. Talk to your circle. Let them know the boundaries of what, what uh, what you expect. If you call, and y'all had that cold word like "girl," a bitch. <laughs> Plus, just don't say nothing else. Just let them go. Just let them go. Yeah. Or like what I I had to I had to teach myself is wait for the question. Hmm. Like once once a person starts going off on the rant, blah blah blah, just wait for the question. Don't mm-hmm. interrupt them. Like, well, you should do no, 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 no. Just wait yeah. for the question. And there's nothing wrong with asking. Like, yeah. do, do you want my help or do you want me to listen to find yeah. out the position they yeah. need you for? Because some yep. people can, as they express, and they're getting it out. Sometimes they can work it out in their head as they're getting it out. They mm. just need somebody to be there to listen 
And as you plan this, these thoughts out and you're saying what's going on, sometimes that is the therapy. Sometimes that yep. is the help to just, yep. like DA said, to release, to vent, to, to let, let all it that, go, let to all get that it out. off your chest. Yep. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Let it. That's how I go, right? Yep. I can't take this anymore. Yep. I can't take him singing all these damn songs tonight. Yeah. Well, I'm have. Well, you know, I ain't been asleep yet, so I'm. Oh yeah, that's right. You and delusion. I'm feeling branded, baby. Yeah, feeling branded. Yeah. <laughs> so Chiquita said, "I always ask my circle if they have space for me to vent because I never want to dump on anyone." And vice versa. I love that. She says, "I try Ooh, not to kill." Uh, hold on. All these pop up on the pop up right now, but all this goddamn on mail. Um, she's always trying not to give more than what I even have to give myself until I'm back in a good place. That's me. Ooh, there it is. Yeah, that that is definitely me. So, so yeah, um, yeah, um, so definitely have your squad, your people. If you do, um, as you see tonight, um, I do have the numbers, uh. Uh, the crisis text line um, scrolling. Um, the National Suicide Prevention Line actually has changed into a three-digit number, but the original number still works as well. Um, so definitely, if you need and you don't have nobody, your people are busy going through their shit and you clearly don't have nobody, please reach out to somebody before you make a decision that may mean you not be in here anymore. Yeah. Because again, like I said earlier, please don't make a, a permanent decision for a temporary situation. Yeah. Alex the man said, thank you. Listen first, then ask if they need my help. Or ask, is there anything I can do? That's a good one, too. But don't do it, though. Don't do it. <laughs> Maybe somebody can send me some tiff treats. Shit, I do that. I might eat them before they get to you. No, ma'am. That ain't what we gonna... No, ma'am. No, ma I said send. I didn't say you bring them to me, because if you bring them, they're not gonna get here. Send. Not all of them. Send, uh, no, send, send. The key word was send, not deliver. Send. <laughs> I mean, somebody else gonna bring them to me. You're not, not, not you. That, that's not. They not safe. They, they not safe. They might be okay. Mm, I've, been, I've been cracking open sodas like an alcoholic. Most people take fucking shots of liquor. I've been on them sodas like. Hmm. I was, gonna, I was gonna bust you out earlier, but since you Man. telling on yourself. Mm, I didn't went crazy. through at least 24 can. Yeah, at least. Yeah, about a 24 pack. Where my belt at? Weeks. They've been great, though. I've had me some orange soda, some big red, some pineapple crushes. Let me tell you, my kidney's probably screaming, but. You better drink some water. Drink some itch too. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to need some. I haven't had any water yet. But yeah, wine is tequila. Wine is good for you though. Red wine. Mm. As long as you don't drink the whole bottle. If you drink the whole bottle, then yeah. 
supposed to have a glass a day. Mm-hmm. The, the the Kevin the diabetic said, "Cut that out." Listen, you don't know. I'm a, I'm a. I love me some pineapple and orange soda anyway. Uh, so, Linda, 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 listen, no, Linda, listen, Linda. From the pineapple soda, Linda. <laughs> My name ain't Beulah. <laughs> Listen, I don't have no more, so there's nothing else I can do. Everything I had, I didn't Beulah. drink, so I don't have nothing. Because old people drink that. That's May Beulah. Kevin said, "Don't make him show up." Uh oh. If you show up, yeah, please bring me some soda. Do you know what? You <laughs> shit. <laughs> Da had me feeling guilty. He told you they crave they crave sweets. I'm like, is a soda a sweet? Mm-hmm. I, I can't front. Brownies. I mean, when I first got here, I was eating brownies every day. Ate damn chocolate cake every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would get up in the middle of the night and go to Walmart just to get one of them Walmart cakes. Yeah. Said well, it was a celebratory drink, so definitely more than a glass of old shit. Y'all, y'all are toasted. Y'all is toasted. Uh, Alex the man said soda is slow but sure death. Did y'all know that sugar is used to be illegal because it is so addictive all over look the at, world? Look at Alex. Now what you what you ain't finna do is fuck up, fuck it up for all of us. Let me tell you something. How do you like your Kool-Aid? I like hey, mine. Hello. It's soda. I don't drink Kool-Aid, so I'll take my soda. Mm-mm. I like my uh what's the name? My chocolate kicks. And some raviolis. Huh? And this nasty ass. <sighs> that <sighs> she eat raviolis and then crunch up goddamn Doritos and shit. I laid off the Doritos. I've made hey, a man. the ravioli yeah. nasty. That's yeah. some. That's nasty. That's it nasty good. as fuck. It was good. So what we what what we got? We sitting here talking about food, and I don't know, I'm hungry. I know. I I too, and Frankie trying to put in a request. He really think he got his own personal goddamn on chef. Uh, oh, Santi. Oh, he do. That's it's what we con- doing. Yeah. It's called Le Mama. Le Mama. And I'm going here and make these TikTok. This TikTok. Friend, Look, I'm and trying. Sprinkle a little I'm cheese trying. in it like that. Just, just she said, like that. Like that. Really? That's what we do. All right. Oh, I want some pizza. That's the thing I haven't had in forever. Some real good pizza. Yeah, I've been wanting a good pizza. Uh, a Chicago style pizza though. Really good Chicago. Good style. job, Shakita down. 20 pounds. Stay focused. Yes, sis be on um That's TikTok. Good. Um she and does that one challenge. The um the what's it the hundred day challenge with the mm-hmm. song by uh Buster Rhymes and she be on mm-hmm. that doing that challenge. Like sis is consistent and she doing the damn thing. So definitely congratulations. Talking about the one with it like Everybody want to just go get away to run yeah. it like that. Yes, she posts her videos every day on TikTok of her doing it. Yes, 
Um, but can you block him, please? Because that really <laughs> upset me. Don't, don't, don't be disrespectful, sir. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't, don't come in here with all that negativity. Don't, don't do Chef Boyardee like that. He ain't do nothing to you. <laughs> he say the real stuff is off the chain. You ain't that old. That old fake stuff. It's it's all right now. He he. <laughs> that sound like bubble guts in a can. It's all right. It ain't like it tastes just like the same thing without the um without the the metal taste. That's all. And they give you a lot. Sheesh. That's the thing. Like mm. eating at a true Italian restaurant, they give you a lot. This one in DC. It's a black owned one. Bro, I had I ordered the uh the uh chicken parmesan, but I forgot what it's called. They call it another I pronounce it another way. Parmesan. And I tell you that plate, shut up. That plate was like this big for real. Like for real, for real. Oh, you you was in heaven then. No, I wasn't. It hurt. Mm. And like oh. the entire plate was full of pasta. It had a big ass pterodactyl bird sitting on the top with all the cheap man. Look, look, look here. <laughs> and you hurt yourself because you went for the gusto. I ain't yeah, yeah. I tried. I I took some. Up. I had to take half of it home. Mm. And they kept bringing like they kept bringing you bread, and then at the end, he brought you complimentary ice cream. I'm like, look here, bro. Oh, you definitely had bubble guts after that. I couldn't walk. <laughs> I was breathing hard. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> walking out. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Alex Benet said he's trying to save you, peeps. Yeah. Alex the man said, DA, don't do that. You have been all over the world, and you know that ain't the same thing. It is the same, bro. It is. Yeah, if they make it the same. It just, just how, only thing that makes it different is the location. It's all the same. Now, like I said, the metal, the metal taste, the uh, preservatives and stuff that they have in the can one. That's but like you take all that out. Yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah, they give you a lot man. though. Oh godly, huh? I said, I'm, I'm surprised y'all taste canned. Mine don't taste like canned after I spruce it up a little bit. Yeah, but you we need to wrap this up. Matter of fact, so I could go do what it do, baby. Well, we we are we finna wrap it up because we already at two fifteen. But and we um, and we talk about food. We had to come. We had to come out. You know, we greedy. We hungry. So yeah, that's it. But see, because that's that's our that's shit. That's one of our coping mechanism. Food. Yeah. It yes. makes me feel good. It well, makes me feel good. From Marley's bullies. It's all bad, but at least I ain't about to go do the boom boom room. I, I'm not about to go out there and smoke nothing. No offense oh, to those that ooh, do. I, I ain't gonna go throw something back. I ain't out there gambling. I ain't putting nothing in my veins. I mean, shit, let me let me have a soda, man. You ain't got nobody to boom boom room with. That's why. That's First of all, shit. Nah, y'all ain't got nothing. Okay, so what's your what's your, what's your outro? <laughs> I 
I, I'm saying he talked to you. Normally, I go last. Your outro. I've been repeating. I've been repeating it the whole night. Please, 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 don't let a, a temporary situation cause you to make a permanent decision. If if you need to talk to somebody, we have the numbers at the bottom of the screen. Um, reach out, reach out, reach out. Uh, and at the end of the day, remember it's it's a you you running a race. You're gonna fall. You're gonna trip and fall. You. But you gotta get back up. You gotta get back up. What Denzel say? Fall three times, get up four. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. I, I I like that one. And I'll just add on the races, is it's your race. You're not in competition with nobody. Don't be worried about what everybody else doing and how they doing it. You got your own finish line. We didn't start the same. We not going to end the same. So just keep going. If you got a circle, use it. If you are that circle, be open. You know, sometimes you just got to listen. Nothing else is needed but for you to listen. Um, and the numbers are there. Use them. Sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger. Mm. So, I mean, do what works for you. We going to get through this. We could look at last year how we were and we were doing the same type of episode and look how far we've come. So it's going to be all right. We will get through this together every Saturday night at TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep. <laughs> oh my gosh so um thank y'all to everybody that tuned in tonight um and commented and were honest and open about where they are and what they've been through um the mode of this podcast is to basically address many things in the community that we deal with to actually give people a platform to speak where they can't speak anywhere else and that is why I came up with this, because a lot of times we don't have voices in rooms where we need voices. Um, so I love y'all and I appreciate y'all more than y'all even, even, even know. Um, this has been a really rough week for me. Um, but I look at it at the other side that I'm still here. Um, I'm thankful for and i talk about it so much because she's just freaking freaking fucking amazing i appreciate alta for holding space for me today even today for about three hours with no limits so i appreciate that so much um the the ancestors bought somebody uh that held space for me um a couple of days ago and allowed me to let down my walls and be extremely vulnerable, which is very hard for me. It let me cry my eyes till I couldn't cry no more. And in the midst of my circle going through their own stuff, that was my outlet that I needed. So I'm very appreciative and thankful to this person um, more than they know. Um, and I don't take that. Um, I don't take that 
advantage of those people in my life that are here to hold for me because everybody knows I'm always that one that's strong for everybody else. So for me to be able to be weak with no judgment um, was very major for me. So thank you. Um, but definitely if you're in this place where you're having thoughts, you're seeing the symptoms, um, please reach out to somebody, please get help. Um, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. It's not always dark. It won't be dark forever. Um, we all know that life been lifing. That motherfucker been lifing like a motherfucker. Um, and I, I cracked a joke today that life has given me enough lemons over the last shit life period. It's been giving me enough lemons. So I got a whole lot of orchards out here that I can make every fucking kind of lemonade that I want fucking make through it all i'm still here um i hope that um this helps somebody even if it helps one one person i feel that this podcast is not in vain so um again i i pray everyone has a blessed and successful week i hope that everybody's week is better than it was this week if your week was worse um, tune in to us um, next Saturday. I got a couple of topics because the original topic that was supposed to be for tonight, I pushed back for this one because I felt it was more important. Uh, so I'm juggling with that topic or this other topic for next week. But um, if you don't already, please like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube, Facebook, uh, follow us on TikTok, um, shit, Spotify. Uh, Pandora, we're pretty much everywhere. Um, thank you to, um, yeah, the peeps on uh, um, the, uh, what is that we signed up for? What, Twitch last week? They, they've been rocking with us um, also. Um, so thank y'all for that. Um, much love, but um, definitely prayers for everybody. Um, definitely love to all the survivors that tried it and were unsuccessful. Um, but y'all have a wonderful night, wonderful week, and uh, till next week, same bad time, same bad channel, and we're gonna be here to heal and, and to get better. So, yeah.